and we're back again. <laughs> uh, who knew? <laughs> All right, this is uh, this is the Rural AV Diaries. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Ben, and I'm Brent. He would be the other host. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, I have decided that the AV Diaries podcast is like a box of chocolate because <laughs> you just never know when we're going to record. Um, so anyway, no, life is happening, and uh, I know Brent's got a lot going on, and he's got uh, he's got school-aged kids. Yeah. And I've got, uh, you know, grown-up kids, which uh, one, both of them live two and a half hours away. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, got to, I got to see one last weekend, one yeah. this weekend, and then – we're going out of town next weekend. I wish I could stay home. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, no, it's good to see the kids. Um, my daughter is a realtor now. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is uh, with Keller Williams in Florence, which oh, is yeah. just outside of Cincinnati for yeah. those people not from around here. Hmm. And uh, so if you know anybody in the uh, <laughs> northern Kentucky area that's looking for a realtor, uh, uh you know, DM us or you've got the hookup. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, leave leave a comment there on the um, mm-hmm. on the EV Diaries website, evdiaries.com, dot com. Which, uh, by the way, I've we have been getting comments. Oh yeah, I, I I check that just like every time we post, so you know I don't check it frequently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's just how it is. It is. Hmm. It is. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm an engineer, yeah. entrepreneur. Yep. Uh, all-star podcaster. <laughs> uh, it uh, a lot goes into this. Yeah. So anyway, there's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> That's why I'm looking for a metric week. <laughs> um, if somebody can come up with one, it'll. I'm I'm right behind it. <laughs> all right. That being said, uh, we were just having an interesting discussion about horses. Yes. Now this is a. <laughs> Uh, a podcast about electric vehicles. <laughs> I like how you started that off, though. Horses. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, you know, uh, back in the day, everybody rode ho- horses. That's so right, yeah. It's just a different revolution. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Brent was telling me what happens to racehorses when they break a leg. Now, uh, you know, most of us know that uh, God put a horse down when it breaks a leg. Now, Brent, explain to us why. Well... Part of what happens is the horse's legs are so small and they're so heavy that a lot of times they can't. The good legs, the one that goes bad eventually on them. It's it's amazing that they got such such skinny legs. Yeah, it's like they skipped leg day, but they run so fast. Right. Yep. Well, that that always kind of blew my mind because you would think, okay, all I got to do is keep this off the ground if it's broke and keep it still, but it's really almost impossible for, for a horse because they never hardly ever lay down, which is another interesting fact. You know, horses, once they get laid down, it's really hard for them to get up. Same. <laughs> just, yeah. just saying. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. They, they're, they're just never off their legs, and so when one of them's broke, it's it's... So, no so, good. so basically, it's the good leg that kills. Yep. Um, all right. Well, there's your tidbit mm. of the day. Uh, <laughs> use that next time you're on Jeopardy. That's right. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, Ken Jennings. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So um, we're, we're a little behind schedule, as uh, everyone knows. This is now the uh, – we're recording this in the first week of – 
February, the first full week of February. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, 2024, in case you're listening to this 10 years from now, um, boy, don't you have anything better to do? <laughs> um, no, just kidding. Anyway, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, the state of Kentucky, um, you know, everybody, uh, and we, we hear this argument, we've seen articles, that states are losing revenue to EVs because everybody that drives an EV is now bypassing the, the gas tax. So at some point we knew that there was an EV tax coming and Kentucky finally has one. It's not the first state in the union that ever did that, Hmm. Uh, but it went into effect January 1st of 2024. So I wanted to really know, um, are the states really losing that much money? So we're going to do some EV math today. Um, Also, you hear the argument that EVs are so heavy that they're breaking down the roads quicker. So we're going to look at that. But anyway, Kentucky um, proposed and passed a law. Uh, they have new or two new EV taxes, okay? The first is every EV owner will pay an additional $120 when they go to register their vehicle every year, all right? And they also have levied a 3% kilowatt-hour tax, 3%, or 3, no, I said 3%, 3 cents, 0.03 of a dollar, mm-hmm. three cents, um, excise tax on kilowatt hours that go through a public charger. Okay. And this applies to not only private entities that have public chargers, but also um, public buildings, even state owned. They're paying three cents a kilowatt hour. All right. So, um, let's let's just explore this and i mean you know they want to offset what they're losing in revenue okay mission accomplished they've got two new taxes in place on ev owners okay so we'll teach you all (laughs) um anyway so i i started let's let's do the math okay public chargers are usually owned by a commercial organization of some sort whether it's a, a hotel that owns them or if uh, I know we've got some entities now that are companies that that's their, they are electric gas stations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what they're going to do. And there's a lot of gas stations that have chargers outside. So now they're going to pay three cents for every kilowatt hour that goes in there. Now I know companies of that size that are on our territory are paying about six and a half cents a kilowatt hour. Okay. And that's without taxes and surcharges and all that good stuff that they get. So now we're adding three cents to that or well, we're, we're taxing that rate, um, three cents more. That's a 46% increase. That's a 46% tax per every kilowatt hour that they sell through those. Right. Okay. Now, I got to thinking about that. You know, that, that sounds really bad. Uh, I know that the, the chargers that we have, that we are paying sales tax on now, or the excise tax, um, two fifteen an hour, regardless of, you know, just while you're plugged in, you're paying uh, $2.50 an hour. Those deliver about 7.2 kW. Um, 
So they're delivering 7.2 kilowatt hours for every hour somebody's plugged up. Now, th- three cents on, on that amount, it's, it's like 21 cents, so that's going to be, you know, 8%. So it doesn't sound bad, but just know that that doesn't sound right to me. Right. But that's all right. Yeah. That's, that's something that, that's eventually going to come out of the EV owner's pocket one way or the other because, you know, Right now, we've not all, all alternated or changed our, I um, um, couldn't think of the word I was thinking about. We have not altered. It's close. There you go. We have not altered our pricing structure because, I mean, that 250 an hour sort of, you know, keeps us there okay. Mm-hmm. But if we ever go to where we have to charge per kilowatt hour the way California did, you know, we're going to put that three cents on, the, on, on top of whatever rate we decide. And the the hotels, gas stations, I don't know how they're structured around here because, let's face it, if I'm going to charge around here, I'm going to charge at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, is that three, that three cents is eventually going to make its way somewhere. Yep. They might just raise their price of their energy drinks. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and then they get everybody just in case they use the EV charger or not. Um, but that's the way economics work sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right, so, okay, mission accomplished. They're getting an extra $120 for the how many of our EVs there are. Seeing more and more every time I drive around, though. Mm-hmm. Well, they interviewed our, our friend Mike with uh, Evolve Kentucky, mm-hmm. and uh, he lives uh, he lives just uh, in Berea, so he's only about 35, 40 minutes away from us. And he said, you know, he was more than happy to, the, to pay his fair share and we, we knew it was coming. I mean, I talked about this two years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago, whenever we started. We knew it was coming. So now it's here. And he said he's just glad to pay his fair share. So that prompted my question. <laughs> what exactly is a fair share? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do some EV math. <laughs> and feel free to jump in anytime. All right. The average Kentuckian, and I got this um, chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. It really mm-hmm. is. Yep. But according to chat GPT, the average Kentuckian drives 15,000 miles a year. Okay. Right now, our current gasoline tax, which nobody notices because it's hidden, the price of a gallon of gas, mm-hmm. is 26 cents per gallon. All right. The average miles per gallon for cars in America is about 25. So, question, the Kentucky state tax is 26 cents. 26 cents, yes. Okay. Yep. So, when when you roll up and it's... Think about that. Think about how much money that is. Yeah. Yeah. And per gallon. Yeah. I don't even see how they keep the gasoline tanks full so you can get gasoline when you go to, like, Kroger's, for instance, where I go. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know how often the truck comes to put the gas in, but twenty six cents per gallon. Yep. It. I. I don't know that Joe could comprehend that number. Well, uh, when you think of all the cars that are out there, exactly, I mean, it's, it's 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 significant revenue. Right. And keep in mind, all of this revenue is supposed to go to fix our roads and bridges. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've driven in Kentucky, but uh, <laughs> our roads and bridges. Well, why do we need toll booths and stuff like that if oh, that's the case? Well, There's some interesting um, things going on there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's 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 true. But 
that's uh, we're we're moving on <laughs> because we're not going to get too political. Yes, we are. We're going to get political. On this that's one. just a, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so just doing some simple math: fifteen thousand miles at twenty-five miles per gallon is six hundred gallons of gas. So the average Kentuckian drives or buys six hundred mm-hmm. gallons of gas a year. Okay. okay. At twenty-six cents a gallon, it's one hundred fifty-six dollars that you're being taxed just to drive your car around. Okay, to fix roads and bridges. All right. Now that's average. Okay, let's let's look at a pickup. Okay, low end pickup, what fifteen miles a gallon, give mm-hmm. or take. That's probably a good. Mine's yeah. at like sixteen point seven. Okay, so you're close. Well, you're 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 buying a thousand gallons of gas a year if you only drive fifteen thousand miles. Well, I don't. I drive a lot more than that. But yes, yes, because in rural America, guess what? We get to drive further. Yeah. Okay. All the time, everywhere. All really. the time, everywhere. Yeah. Okay, but you know we gotta make sure that this tax is. We're paying our fair share. Right. Okay. Um, at 15 miles per gallon, that's $260 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. 120. I'm not paying 260. Tickled to death. Yay. All right. So let's take your average sedan that gets uh, 30 miles a gallon. Okay. Um, it's 500 gallons of gas a year. That's 130 bucks. Well, I'm right in there. I'm right in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 15,000 miles, uh, if I'm driving a hybrid, getting 50 miles a gallon, I'm only paying $78. But wait a second. My car's more efficient than a right. hybrid. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, huh. I see where huh. you're going now. Huh. Well, huh. Anyway, all right. So, like I said, rural Kentucky, we drive a little bit further. So, I decided I was going to ask Chat GPT what the average rural Kentucky is. Mm-hmm. And she explained to me how long distances were. And, yeah. You know. um, but the number came back was 20,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're living in the country. We're 5,000 miles more. More. Yeah. Okay. Uh, keep in mind, wages and everything else are typically less in rural areas than they are. Cost of living is supposed to be cheaper, but a gallon of milk is a gallon of milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and the price of a car is the price of a car. I think we've discussed that. Yep. All right. So at 20,000 miles, um, that hybrid is going to cost you $104. So driving a hybrid uh, around here, 104, uh, your midsize sedan now goes to 173 and your, uh, pickup truck just went to 334 right. or 347. I'm sorry. So here's the thing. The way gas tax is structured right now, if you live in the country, you're paying more taxes. Right. Because you got to go further. Right. Okay. I get that. And actually, my ideals on that don't don't really fix that. Mm-hmm. So, if, and all of this comes down to, I'll make this point later. I need to write that down so I can make it. <sighs> okay. Uh, making notes as I go, you folks. Have to. That's, you that's have how to. it works. We're getting old. All right. All right, so so say say we're below average, mm-hmm. okay? We're only driving ten thousand, okay? I know all these numbers. I'm I'm getting to a point. I promise. It's uh, I could be very monotone and tell you that <laughs> if you only drive ten thousand miles mm. a year, you're going to pay a hundred and seventy three dollars <laughs> if you're driving a pickup. <laughs> okay, I can't do that. Um, no. eighty seven if. 
okay, so people in the city, if they're not going far, you know, uh, they're stuck in traffic all day, but they're only they're only paying, you know, $87 to sit there in their Camry. Right. And if they're sitting there in their Prius, it's only going to cost them $52 a year in taxes. Mm-hmm. So I got to doing some more math. So what is the break even? Ooh, break evens are real good. Let's see. It tells you a lot. Yes, it does. And I can't read my writing there, so I'm going to have to find my phone. So I've got a calculator. You know, we used to carry around calculators that all they did was make calculations. Yep. Uh, couldn't stupid, talk to anybody Stupid calculators. Yeah. So, um... I'm doing math, folks. I'm not doing it in my head. All right. Is that right? No, that wasn't right. All right. Hang with me. Um, $120. Uh, 25 is 3,000 divided by 0.26. You would have to... Oh, that's what I wrote down. Mm. I thought it was higher than that. Um for me to break even, um, if I was driving the average car, $120 is 11,540 miles, give or take. Okay? Rounding. Y'all love it. All right. But my car, okay, gas is 279 mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? 279 Um At $0.03 cents a kilowatt uh, hour, my equivalent would be 93 miles per gallon, mm-hmm. okay? If I do the same math, um, I would only use, with that efficiency, 161 gallons of gas a year. Right. So my taxes would only be $41, and this is on average. So mm-hmm. if what I would have been taxed is $41, then how's 120 fair? But right. I, I, I get it. It's all it's all based on average. Mm-hmm. And well, so from a hybrid perspective, too, you're going to get double taxed, right? A little bit. I mean, yeah. are they going like if you have a hybrid, is yeah. that classified as an electric vehicle and you're going to pay that 120? Well, if, if it's a plug in electric hybrid and you charge in public, you're going to pay three cents. Yeah. And then you're going to pay 26 cents right. for every gallon. Right. And they're probably. And what about that? Okay, they're obviously not being assessed the 120 because, but they are using yeah. less gasoline. That just seems like a confusing sticking point, kind it, of. It does, because they're only going to pay 78. Well, I'm just going to trade my thing in, go get a hybrid. Right. I mean, because I'm going to save, save on taxes. But I mean, okay, so... That's crazy. Yeah, I know you, you generate more revenue when you use percentages and decimals. That's part of it and it can be hidden yeah but everybody would be so much more comfortable comfortable if you there was none of that usage crap and you said well i got an ev it's 150 a year yeah or i bought a new diesel and that price point is 225 a year yeah and that's it that's all you ever paid like everybody feels like that's more fair but then when you look at usage then maybe it's not so fair. I, I don't know. Well, you know, like, like I said, I, I went and did the math, that, and we talked about this. The average, based on all averages, right. um, $156 a year is what people are paying in taxes. Mm-hmm. So 120 like I said, woohoo, got a discount. Right? Yes. Until you start looking at really 
the usage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yep. you, you know, they're trying trying to get some of this revenue back, got to figure out something, and we, I've, I've got my opinion on that too. <laughs> okay, but let's let's look at the, the other question on, you know, EVs are heavier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the roads. So, yeah. so, so they're doing more damage to the roads. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I went and, and looked up some, some weights. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Toyota Camry weighs 3,500 pounds. Okay. Okay, that's fully loaded. Yeah. F-150 is uh, 5,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So how does that compare to uh, the Lightning? The Lightning with the extended battery is about 6,500 pounds. 1,500 more. 1,500 more. Tesla Model 3 mm-hmm. is 4,000 pounds. So that's, you know, yeah, 500 more in a Camry. Right. Um, my i3 uh-huh. is 3,000 pounds. Yeah. $500 or 500 pounds less right. than the Camry. Right. And actually, if you look at it, the um, Mitsubishi, this and again, chat GPT, um, the um, Mitsubishi Mirage weighs about 2,000 pounds. Mm. It's just, just right at a ton. Yeah. And then if you look at your Expeditions and your Suburbans, yeah. they, they get up around 6,000 pounds. Right. Realistically, you know, and I've I've been on roads where semis have gone through, and mm-hmm. I mean they're not allowed in our subdivision because last time yeah. some came through that you know, yep. guy was looking for Walmart DC, got right. lost, had to turn around in their cul-de-sac and destroyed the pavement. It sunk, you know, because well, yeah, the road wasn't designed for no. that. Okay, um, so I get that. But you can't tell me that driving a Suburban on that road mm-hmm. is going to do any more damage than a 2,000-pound Mirage. Right. I mean, I think that that's just a... We, we, we need to just debunk that myth. Well, yeah. I because it's not a significant... I think you're reaching when you're using that those kind of... Yeah. But, but you hear that argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go, uh, all you civil engineers, <laughs> you, you highway people that, yeah. that do this. I would like to know just exactly how much, how much more damage uh, a Tesla Model Three does than a Camry. Yeah, because it's not much. So I think that's a just stupid argument. Yeah, I do too. All right, but you know our lawmakers, they've yeah. they've got to do something. Right. And we've already talked about three cents a kilowatt hour. That's just a, just a little bit excessive, if you know. So that brings me to what I think motives are. And this is where we get into the conspiracy part of the oh, podcast. <laughs> no, actually, it's not. At best, these lawmakers are lazy. Okay. Somebody's went in, they've come up with $156 is what everybody else is paying mm-hmm. on average. You know, let's, let's, let's just make it 120 That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll vote for that. Yeah. So... It's just lazy and a lack of math and understanding. Right. But it looks good, mm-hmm. right? At worst, this is a deliberate attempt to suppress EV, EVs in Kentucky. Now, I don't think it's deliberate. I think they're, I think it's more or less it's a, a lack of understanding and math. Yeah. But my conclusion on all of this is that this is just a flawed system of taxation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really. No, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I mean, sure. really. Your 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 F one fifty. You you've got an F one fifty. I do. It's uh, 
it's probably a little bit under 5,000 pounds, but that's, you know, Mm -hmm. I I picked high end on all this. Yeah. Um, You know, it's not that much more than a Camry. You're not doing any more damage than a Camry. No. Okay. But you're being punished because you're paying um, double in gas tax mm-hmm. than than what a Camry driver would, right. you know. Okay, so so I got that. I got that. <laughs> you know, I don't understand. Yeah. Because by all these arguments, you know, um, and and this all comes down, and I'll make this point in a minute, <laughs> but um, I don't know why we, we do tax this way other than that we can really hide it. Mm-hmm. Gas tax, you can hide. Nobody knows it. You ask, you can go to Kroger right now mm-hmm. and walk up to every pump and say, hey, how much do you... And without them looking at that little sticker, they have no idea. No. No, they just know that gas is two seventy nine a gallon. Right. Right now, give or take. I don't know. It fluctuates 20 cents one way or the other every day. It seems like. Um, and, and we're lucky. You know, that's one thing Very about living so. in yeah. rural America. We're not paying, you know, three seventy nine a gallon... <laughs> And sort of see that every time you travel. Yeah. Uh, which I guess you'll see. It. Are you driving to Florida? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's driving to Florida next week or this weekend yep. actually. Yep. So um, yeah, you'll you'll get to see it firsthand. Yep. Um, but anyway, uh, getting back to this, I don't know why we don't do a tax based on the weight class of the vehicle, right? And the distance driven. When you go in to pay your tags. Mm-hmm. What's your odometer read? Right. Okay, now people can lie about that. Yeah, they could. Um, you can also spot check that. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I, and that's, I'm not saying that that's a perfect thing, but that makes more sense to me than, than what we've got going on here. Yeah. And then, oh, but if you did that, if you had to write that check every year, like I'm going to have to write my $120 check, I'm not bitter about it either, you know. Yeah. Just willing to pay my fair share. Right. Um, but if you... <laughs> oh, that was good. Crack myself up. Oh um, goodness! But if if you had to write that check every year, you'd be more aware of what you're paying in taxes. Yep. Okay. Um. So you know what what is twenty six cents a gallon on average? It's about ten ten percent. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. No. Yeah. Um. But well, yeah. I mean, for me, uh, so. I also have a bit of a background in sales, and all the all this reminds me of tactics that company use from a sales perspective to uh, maximize profit. Yeah, um, which is achieved by having your consumers knowledgeable to a certain extent, but also. Uh, unaware of being coaxed into certain decisions that impact the bottom line of a company. Right. Uh, so when you really dig into the details, you're going to become uncomfortable with what's just happened to you from a sales perspective, from a tax perspective, especially. And and so that's kind of what this reminds me of a little bit. Right. Like when you go to the car dealership, there are fees and stuff that, that go on there that you don't really know about. And if you did really, you wouldn't be happy about it. Right. 
So that's kind of what I mean. That's kind of what's going on a little bit here. You got you hidden fees and taxes. I mean, you yes. know, it's it's the gotchas on your cell phone plan. Yes. Well, and you were in the cell phone. That's like, yeah. It's it's all this. Yeah, and then and then you know people uh, they get after uh, electric cooperatives a lot too because they think the bill is confusing or what's this or what that. But the thing is, is when you start breaking down our bill, it's it's not super complicated. Oh, no. Like, if you look at Verizon's cell phone bill, it is very confusing. Yes. On purpose. And when you go to buy that, the salesperson walks you through all this stuff, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's what's $600? Okay, yeah, fine. Three years, good. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of stuff you don't ask about, which is what's going on here. Well, I mean, it's, it's like insurance companies. And uh, here is your, your tidbit for the day. Um, and I'm probably going to piss off some insurance people, but, uh, but I know that, uh, I was told that, you know, if, if you get a medical bill and, uh, submit it to insurance, a lot of times they'll reject it because they'll know that you'll just go ahead and pay it. Yep. 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 But if you stay after them, they'll eventually, you know, cave and of course. Yeah. But, but nine times out of 10. They they know that you're just going to pay the bill. Yep. So what's the point in having insurance? But we're made to have it. Mm. <laughs> well, right. Because I mean, we're not responsible to take care of ourselves. But that's another topic. <laughs> but see, that's like that's that's kind of s- sneaky. Like that's a it tactic. Is. You it's know what I'm tactic. saying? It's not a to these maximize are not, profits. Yes, these are not. Uh, the government w- works kind of that way too. These are not like stupid people that are writing these laws right and and yeah there are some laziness and and this that and the other but but people show them what's actually happening they don't know everything about everything so when they start digging into a law and it's written those people are getting help and saying okay this is actually what's going to happen and if we if we put that here it's less likely that anybody's ever going to really see it government shady is crap (laughs) is what we're saying um no i'm i'm but that that's my translation of that. Well, it, but it's not just the government, you know? Oh, I, mean, I know. It's it's businesses and everything. Right. It's, and, it's this, it's this. You know, biz, business is supposed to be about providing goods and services and solving a problem for somebody. Yeah. And yeah. then you get rewarded for solving their problem. Yeah. But now it's just a, yeah, let's, let's just maximize. Well, it. I hate to go back to what's his name. Was it Gordon Gecko who said greed is it's good? good. It's, so, that that's what permeates through all of capitalism and it, it kind of overruns it eventually it does because it's like okay i'm gonna make a great product. and i'm a capitalist but yeah but at least not? I understand. there's no other better way to do it yeah. but if i make a product and i'm like wow i really want to make it good and and i want it to be fairly priced and then you get run out through uh, a few years of that and you really make it efficient and you grab all the low-hanging fruit mm-hmm you're still going to try to find more ways to maximize that profit. And then it becomes, okay, well, we can skimp on making it this way, or let's add this fee in there. But, but I mean, that's, that's um, well, skimping on your product is not um, not responsible. It's not, and, but it goes on. It does. It does. And a lot of people, and you see this all over um, Instagram and Facebook, and I don't do Facebook, but yeah. I have to. Yeah. Um, just because. But anyway, you see people offering crap at a 
normal price, mm-hmm. and then you get it as crap, and all they're doing is a money grab because they don't care. No. And, I mean, it's just, and those people, they don't last because if you put out crap and people find out that it's crap, and you start getting one-star reviews. Right. They're gone. And comments. Soon. They're gone, but it's all right. They've already made their money. They've made, right. And then they've they've changed their their Facebook profile, and they've went on to something else, and yep. they're doing the same thing. People need to be taken out and whipped. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the, the – so I'm a true believer, though, that everything kind of starts out as good. Like, it's obvious that to have roads and bridges. I, yes. Oh, we're talking. We're back to talking about cars, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> but but it's still tied together to have roads and bridges that are nice and easy to travel on and get you where you need to go. Yes, we've got to pay for those, and there's no one individual that can just buy us the roads, right? right? So it's a collective thing. Right, there must be a tax, and 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 I get that, and I don't mind paying the tax, right? Uh, I, but, but don't you think the the, the whole term like the fair sh- whoever started that? Yeah, well. Yeah, that's such a terrible life, term. Life, life isn't fair. No, and and I'm about to come to my my <laughs> point here, but um, actually the the thing is with the gasoline tax, if you use more, you pay more. Right. Okay. With a flat EV tax, doesn't take that in consideration. Right. You just you're going to pay a flat tax whether you drive right. a mile mm-hmm. or if you drive a hundred thousand miles. Just for having it. Just for having it. And I don't think that that is a good model right. for this. Right. Because, you know, well, it's it, just it's just not. And also, you're saying... But I don't... I mean, I don't know how to fix it. I, I would like right. the, the weight class per mile thing, mm-hmm. because that way, if you have an EV and you don't drive it, yeah. you're not going to be taxed. But same way, if you don't have a pickup truck and you don't drive it, right? you know... But I think that's a that's a better model than just levying a flat tax on, yeah. Or let's just levy a flat tax on income and just let people drive wherever they want to. Right. Well, from a tax and learn how to budget, (laughs) government. From a tax perspective, though, it looks to me like based on the numbers and stuff, it would pay you to get like a Corolla. Yeah. That would be the sweet spot for paying as little taxes as you possibly could. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 come back you know at best it was nobody did the math or at worst they're just trying to right. subvert evs yes uh but anyway i mean and the other thing is if you did a um gas tax does collect outside revenue from interstate travel you know, yes. people passing through the state yes. you know the tourists tourists technically um uh, so you know you're collecting some there Guess now you are with the three cent per kilowatt right. hour charge, um, so you know maybe maybe that's not as bad as I I would like to make it out to be. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think, and we're going to talk climate here for a second. I would think that something like this weight class per miles driven mm-hmm. would fall right in line with the environmental movement mm-hmm. because. You would have right. more people rethinking trips. Right. They would do more carpooling. Right. They would run all their errands in one trip and yeah. not go to town five right. times a day right. the way we do now. Right. You know. Um, so, I mean, 
there is an environmental angle to even right. that model of taxation. So anyway, I'm just going to assume our lawmakers are lazy. <laughs> but I don't think that this entire situation and taxes and the highway, I don't think any of it is about, it's about, you know, we're not going to get into it, but yeah, it's a, it's about backdoor dealing and, and, and trading political favors. For and sure. I, th- I think this is just one more, haha, we're going to get you. And I think there was probably a debate and I'd say it could have been a lot higher. It could You're probably right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway, oh, we're not going to talk about that. But here's the thing. This is the bottom line. I choose to drive an EV. Nobody's making me drive an EV if I don't want to pay $120, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but saying pay my fair share, it's it's clearly not. No, right, yes. Um, but it's not. You're, you're paying for your choice. Yes. Like if I choose to pay an EV, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yep. If I decide I'm going to go out here and, and buy me a Dodge Ram, 3500 dolly whatever i don't like dodges i don't even know if that's really a thing but um but if but if i went out and bought one of those and i'm getting six miles to the gallon i'm probably going to get diesel not not get six miles to gallon yeah but um assuming that's a thing (laughs) (laughs) but if i was to buy something like that i made the choice that i'm going to pay that fuel tax yeah uh same way you made the choice same way that that i'm making a choice and that's what people have got to understand. But I did all this mental gymnastics, and uh, you know what is it? Uh, anathema is uh, <laughs> you're over my head there. Uh, anathema is something that is distasteful. Okay, I, I think this is carmathema. Carmathema. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Wait, do we have that? No. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. Uh, oh yeah. Carmathema. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty good. I'm gonna have to add a laugh track to these. Yeah. But anyway, um bottom line, my my, my final point. What is, is your gut feeling? Yeah, that's my, what my, yeah. My gut feeling is that it's worth $120 for me to drive my car. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to pay that when mm-hmm. I renew my tags. And that's fine. That's fine. I think um now that I'm not driving to headquarters every day. Yeah. Um my, well, I've been driving my daughter's car anyway, but my wife's been driving, you know, she, she only has to charge every three days. Yeah. I mean, so we're, the mileage is, is low with what she's doing. Um, so this $120 in line with the gas tax is out of line. Right. Okay. Uh, and that's why I was sitting there. Okay. What better way? I was just asking my, myself questions, what better way? And that's where I came up with the you know, if your car weighs this yeah. much, yeah, this is what you're going to pay, right? You know, per mile. And but there again, you get into when you have to go in and uh, to renew your tags is three yeah. thir- right. thirty bucks, and right. you owe four hundred seventy dollars in highway tax. Mm. People would lose their crap. Yep, but. Bottom line is, hey, lawmakers, get your head out of your butts and actually do some math. <laughs> Stop playing party politics because I'm, oh, yeah. you know, I know I know some of our, our state representatives around here, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Known them all my life. And they're just playing politics. Mm-hmm. They're just voting party line. And 
they're I don't think they're there to serve. But all I can do is vote every yeah couple of years when That's it comes right, around. Right. So. Yeah. All right. I know that. Uh, yeah, I sort of rambled on, went on this this tear, but this was me thinking through this, and yeah, it's it's my choice, and I'm willing to pay for my choice. Yeah. And uh, all the people that complain about it, pay for your choice. And all the yeah. people that love it, did you really investigate? Well, they're not investigating. And, and, and the reason I'd say that is because the majority of the people in here that have to drive farther because they're rural, you would yeah. think would have these economic uh, cars. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They have Tahoes, Suburbans, Diesels, Dooleys, 2500s. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, that is your choice, and you're choosing, choosing to get get taxed even more yep basically you not you've not realized that you've never even sat down and thought about it yep. but when you buy a you know a big old 2500 gas powered truck that a lot of people have around here and it's not because they're farmers no there's no farms around here that are doing anything but maybe maybe so they can put a loss on some of their tax statements uh, yeah well hey, you there know, you go like they're they're obviously just doing it because they want to you are you are self-selecting for paying more taxes my, my bmw is a farm truck <laughs> but it's true like, i mean you're right you're you know there's right. nobody here i see people driving huge vehicles all the time that have they're a four-wheel drive they've never been off the pavement they're not hauling trailers they don't have a farm like it's just like status yeah. That's what people around here want is the great big vehicle. Yep. Yep. And the question is, did you get the attention you were looking for? I and, guess. That's and, a good and, yes. But anyway. All right, guys. I we're gonna wrap this up. I know it's it sort of went long and it's crazy and there's a lot of numbers, but the bottom line is lead by example. Lawmakers lead by example. You know, do do what's right and don't take the easy way because I think that just leveling a flat tax on EVs was the easy way. Right. But you would have to re-examine the entire model, and most people aren't willing to do that. So, no. all right, that's like all to, I got. I don't like to recreate the wheel, as we've said before. Isn't that, isn't that like a? Yeah, yeah. That's, they're not doing that. That's true. It's but, too much hard work. But I always I hate that excuse. Well, we've always done it that yes, way. Yes, me too. Yeah, and it's like. No, let's let's uh, even if it's working, let's see if we can make it work yep. better. And I think there is ample opportunity in in the way that vehicles are taxed in the state of Kentucky. All right, that's all I got. See ya. <laughs>